Hello. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the greatest show on earth. Just kidding. Welcome to. <laughs> I mean, it's all relative. That is true. Uh, could be the greatest show on earth to somebody. Don't know who that would be. It's the greatest show on earth to us. Let's just say that. Um, yeah. So anyway, welcome to Part Me, Alex, the only lumberjack SFA basketball podcast. We are tired. It's been a long weekend. It was a long Monday at work. And so here we are at 730-ish at night after dinner trying to uh, talk about lumberjack basketball. But we are into it and we are ready to go. So um, without further ado, let's get this rolling so that we can talk about our fun long weekend. I got my drink ready. Oh, I have my water in my Baby Yoda cup. <laughs> I like it. Here that was slick. That was slick. Yes. Music Nothing better. better. Music. Honestly, literally one of my favorite sounds. Perp, perp. One of my favorite sounds. Um, okay, so let's let's pop right into that, uh, into our weekend. So we had a nice weekend, uh, long, a lot of stuff going on. Uh, Jacqueline came in on um, Thursday because, of course, we had the game on Thursday. And then she stayed Friday. And, um, and man, oh, man, Friday night was a fun little day. We had a, a little ambassador meetup at the brewery at around what, like six o'clock. It was like six to something or other. Um, yeah, it was just for a few hours, but we, we were able to see a few people we hadn't seen in a while. Uh, a lot of people were coming in for the ambassador assembly for uh, the alumni ambassador assembly, make it more specific. Sorry. Um, and man, we had a great time seeing people we haven't hung out with in a while. And plus they moved trivia on at the brewery from Thursday to Friday because of the weather <laughs> that didn't do shit in knack, but, and again, so yeah, there was, there. there was like really too much going on for me Friday at the thing since we were trying to do trivia and have that event. Like it was too I know. much. I know. And there really wasn't, I, I wish we, we didn't have to do that. Like if I would have, if we could have just kept it on Thursday, that would have been ideal. Cause I mean, yeah, I would have missed it. Um, but I mean, there was just too much going on, but there was really no other way to get it done. And it was already a pill trying to change it to Friday. So it was, it was, did what we had to do. Did what we had to do. Um, anyway, so I know it was another one of those like overstimulated nights. Yeah, I don't, I don't do well with the overstimulation sometimes. It's just well, then I don't know how you're gonna function in Vegas, babe. <laughs> I may not. We'll see. <laughs> uh, yeah, TBD to be determined. No, but anyway, so we had a nice little thing. Um, get together on Friday night at the brewery. Had a few beers. Called it an early night just because we had to wake up super early on Saturday morning for the ambassador assembly. It started at uh, 8.30 for breakfast, and then it actually all got started at 9. Um, you know, I, I, think oh, I was going to say, if anyone's curious, I, I left and went home went to bed early because I got up and ran six miles at 6 a.m. in the 18-degree weather. So You did. Wasn't, wasn't out partying or getting crazy Friday night. No, neither of us were. Neither of us were. Like I was, I was out. I was. Wish that I was. 
Right. No, for sure. Like I, I wish that I probably did as well, but then at on sun, a Saturday morning, I would have been hating myself. So mm -hmm. I did it. I mean, I was just sitting at the brewery after closing and we were just sitting there chit chatting. I mean, it wasn't like we were like, woo, raging. No, that's just, we just sit there mm -hmm. after the bar closes, after the brewery closes at, at nine. Whoop-de-whoop. Sat yeah. there for a couple hours, chit-chatted, and then went home, went to bed. So super exciting Friday night for us. I mean, we were just raging until mm, all hours of the morning. Um, and then, of course, like I said, Saturday, woke up, had the ambassador assembly, which I think, I mean, for the, for the first one, it went pretty well. I mean, had a good little turnout. Not as many people um, were able to make it that said they could make it, but it was the weather. A lot of them were from Dallas, you know. Yeah. Dude, you know, happens. It happens, you know, uh, when it snows and there's ice in DFW, it's just probably best to stay off the roads. Just probably nobody knows how to drive. Um, but yeah, I mean, I had a good little weekend. Jacqueline, what about you? It was a nice weekend. Yeah. It was good. No complaints here. Okay, then of course, then after the ambassador assembly was over, we came to the uh, performance center and they fed us lunch, knack burger, delicious as always. Um, and then they gave everybody a little tour. I mean, we had seen the performance center multiple times, so it wasn't like, ooh, for us, we had already seen it. Um, but for a lot of people, that was their first time. And then of course the game started at two, which brings us to the game. And I always do, even though that was like our third tour of it, I do love every time seeing new other people see it for the first time. That's you know? true. Um, so that was nice. Uh, but yeah. True. But I was, I was getting hangry. And so literally they were like on the last leg of the tour. And I literally like, I like deuced out. I like, I ghosted the tour and you I was like, like, like going into the bushes. I did. I was like Homer. Go yeah, exactly. I ghosted the tour. <laughs> And literally just jumped ship and went down into the Lady Jack Lounge where we ate our lunches. But thankfully, I wasn't the only one. There were other people that did the same thing. And I was like, sweet. I'm not the only hungry son of a gun down here eating um, without the rest of the crew. So there were other people down there, too, that did the, had the same idea. So I was like, uh-uh. I'm getting hangry. I need to eat. So I ate a burger. And then I even brought a burger into the game because I was like, this isn't going to be enough for me. Like, I am... To the, to the moon hangry, so which was a great idea. Anyway, so uh, yeah, so let's talk about the game. Give us the background. All right, so Dixie State, y'all know we've never played them before, ever. Um, they were four and five in white play going into this game. A little bit of background on them. They are a public university in St. George, Utah, um, in the state's Dixie region. That's the name Dixie State. However, mm -hmm. they are changing their name to um, Utah Tech, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Utah Tech, yeah. Yeah, so they offer four different masters, 45 bachelors, 11 associate degrees, 44 minors, and 23 certificates endorsements. Um, they are about the same size as us. Their enrollment last year was around 12,000. Nice. Okay, good to know. That is good to know. And yeah, they are changing their name or have already changed their name. And it won't, I think it's coming into effect. At this summer, June 1 or July 1, one of the two, I can't remember the date, but yeah. So Dixie State will become Utah Tech and leave that name behind in the dust. So, but they will still be the Trailblazers. So that's still their name. Um, I had a moment on Saturday. I was like, what is their mascot? Cause I looked up on the screen and I don't, didn't remember. And it looked like a, a Ram slash yeah. Buffalo. And I'm like, surely like, not the Buffalo. I, I didn't know. Yeah, I know. So we figured it out. We figured it out. 
Good evening, Rick Thompson. Welcome to the fold. Haven't heard from you in a while, sir. Oh, Rick, long time no see, man. Absolutely. Hope you're you're doing well. We're always on the same page, always. ESPN, constant. Um, Okay, so same starters as we've had the last several games. Gavin, David, Calvin, Trell, Nigel. Uh, We did win. We got, I feel like this was our first, like, official blowout win. Um, 81-52. Mm-hmm. Conference. Um, the attendance was 1,859. Not super great, but no, but I'm, I'm over to the point of, of bitching about the, the uh, yeah, either it is or it isn't. Like, I'm just at the point. All is well, great win. Yes, it was. And we're about to talk about it. Absolutely. So, yeah, uh, moving on into the WAC standings. Not too much has changed except for the main part that now New Mexico State is in sole possession of first place at eight and one. Uh, Seattle U is now eight and two in conference and they're second. Sam Houston, nine and three. Grand Canyon at six and three. Uh, us are us as in SFA. We are at the fifth slot at seven and four. Utah Valley, six and four. Abilene Christian, seven and five. Tarleton, six and five. Dixie State fell to four and six. Um, California Baptist, two and eight. Chicago State is the same. Utah, Utah, mother of God. UT Rio Grande, two and nine. And then you have Lamar, again, still at 0 and nine, struggling on the struggle bus. Again, I have to mention, Grand Canyon is the only school that has only played 21 games. They are behind a lot of people in games played, which I still... Yeah, I, I don't know if they're going to make up any of the games that they missed. I don't know. Um, I mean, just for context purposes, Sam Houston has played 25 games and Grand Canyon's only played 21. So, I mean, there's four games completely just missed in there somewhere. Um, and so, I, you know, I don't know if that's going to come into play at all in seating or turn. I don't I don't know. I, I don't yeah. know. I don't think they figured it out exactly yet. Yeah, I have no idea. Anyway, so that's that's what it is currently in uh, the WAC, the standings. So we are just cruising along into uh, into February, and obviously WAC Vegas is coming up soon. So we're working on getting our securing all of our flights and working on getting securing all of our stuff for WAC Vegas as well. Um, as soon as we have all that done, let, we'll, we'll let everybody know what our plans are because um, I know everybody's just dying to know what we're doing. Um, but yeah, Jose Pinones, when are when we come to Chicago? This is this is the week. Yeah, so this is the week that they're going to Chicago, and you're here in you're going to the South for Nola for your wedding, sir. So y'all flipped. Yeah. So SFA is playing Chicago State on on Thursday, and so you'll, yeah, you'll we're you're already going to be in Nola. You'll be in Nola on Wednesday, fam. And next year, Chicago State's not going to be in the WAC, so that that opportunity is missed. But we will still come see you. Uh, yeah, very soon. Maybe this summer. That would be a nice little summer trip. I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that at all. For sure. Okay, awesome. So that is the WAC standings. Moving right along into Sean Kennedy's stat section. Let's hear it. Uh, Our field goal percentage was 55.6. 
Um, I just want to point out their field goal percentage was absolutely abysmal at 27.1. Um, our three-point percentage was 25%. Theirs was 13. Um, so they, they were really on the struggle bus uh, from the field. Um, our free throw percentage was, I think, maybe the highest or one of the highest it's been this season at 80. Mm -hmm. Love to see it. Love. Uh, okay, our points in the paint. I think this, we talked about this the last episode, but I don't remember what the number was, but this might be the highest at 50. No, no, no. The highest was like 56. But, yeah. But let me it's say, up there though. It's up there. Gavin only played 24 minutes and he usually plays considerably more than that because he got in foul trouble early. Very early. Yeah. Second half. So to still have 50 points in the paint when we're usually counting on him for points in the paint, that's, if we would have had him in there, it would have been even higher. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Really good. Um, points off of turnovers, I think this is the highest we've had this season at 32. Because we're Possibly. in the teens or 20s. Mm -hmm. um, second chance points, only eight. But again, we were shooting well. <clears throat> uh, bench points, 31. Total rebounds, 39. When I first read that stat, I was super excited because that's one of the higher rebound numbers we have had, but we were only two rebounds ahead, ahead of them. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, I guess we did well, but uh, we had nine offensive and 30 defensive. So we we're really crashing the defensive boards, but yeah, those offensive boards are balls. Terrible. Just so bad. Always struggle on the offensive boards. Um, I don't know. I think called blocking out works really well. That, that was actually that was going to be one of my main grievances was was the offensive rebounds. I mean, I knew watching the game they were going to be shite. Didn't realize they were that bad, but yeah, yeah. Um, so we had yeah. two balls, which uh, I think they had nineteen. Yeah, so not too terrible. Um, our turnovers did kind of suck. We had twenty four turnovers, and they had twenty five. So they only had one more than us. Yeah, so pretty even on turnovers, but still, I hate. Oh, yeah. Anything in the 20s, it just makes me want to gag, honestly. Not good. Um, we did have 14 steals, which is super amazing. Uh, we had five blocks. So our game leaders are Pilgrim's Pride players uh, of the game <laughs> were JJP and David. They each scored 17 points. I got to tell you all, JJP had an amazing game. He had a absolute banging game, like killing it. Killing it. He had every assist. I mean, every stat line possible. He had 17 points, six rebounds, three assists, two blocks, two steals. David had 17 points, six re also six rebounds, two assists, yeah. one steal. Um, and I do also have to mention Calvin because he was the next uh, points wise, and he's really been putting more more of an offensive effort up lately. So he had 14 points, four rebounds, one assist, one block, one steal. And you know what? Rolling right into the feats of strength, my first one is Calvin. Because you know what? Without him becoming more offensively minded, when Gavin sat being foul trouble early, we would, if he wasn't scoring, we would have not had such a good of a game. Like we would not have won by so much. And it would yeah. Calvin saved us. Calvin was the freaking points in the paint when 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 uh Gavin was sitting down for the majority of the second half. DDT, DDT, Calvin with slam. Yes. He That's had the 
big salami in there. Oh my God, just disgusting. Like that man has a family and you just totally <laughs> embarrassed him. Absolutely. Uh, but to start off the game, David had a big three in the beginning and I literally sat back and I was like, ooh, don't let David get hot. I was really hoping that he was going to get hot. Um, our boy DK, oh my God, DK. He they came alive this game. He was back. Big game Dave. Dave. Big game Dave is back. Not saying he ever went anywhere. He just was doing other things. He was he was contributing in other ways. But big game Dave was back in a big way. Um, other things that I really saw that I that I was real that I was liking during the game had some really really amazing defense under the basket. Obviously, I mean our defensive rebounds. We had thirty defensive rebounds. I mean, we were killing the defense, especially under the basket, you know, basically clearing the trash out, you know, what we were not letting them score anything barely under the basket, which was nice. Um, let's see here. Uh, da, 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 da. Nigel, Nigel had a nice save. There was a moment when Gavin lost the ball um, in the first half. And then Nigel somehow, some way came up behind, grabbed the ball and then boom, got that layup and I don't know how he came. I mean, cause there was a shit storm of like a million Dixie state players. And all of a sudden Nigel comes up with the ball. He's really kind of, you know, wily and, and, and squirrely like that. So um, good effort from Nigel. I don't know why Gavin was dribbling the ball with one hand to begin with. So that was anyway, um, Probably one of the funniest moments of the night, and Jacqueline and I will agree on this probably, and, I mean, we almost lost our fucking cookies, was when – who slammed it? Was it Calvin? Calvin. Okay, Calvin slam. Right after Calvin slam, everybody on the bench is going berserk, especially Coach Keller. His face, if I could recreate it, I have never seen Coach Keller get that. I mean, I've seen him get animated. But that face, I thought he was going to literally throw a chair. He was so, like, juiced up. He was like, like <laughs> I don't even know. I'm eating my own hair. Hold on. Literally. We got perfect side of it at that exact moment, too. I Wish that I had framed up. I wish, I wish, oh my God, I wish I may, I wish I might, that I would have had like a GoPro on or something in that moment so that I could get that on camera because that was probably the most intense, ridiculous, funny, juiced up face I've ever seen Coach Keller make after a slam. It was a definite missed opportunity because that would have been a great gift. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. I mean, he has. <laughs> and I just know, I just know YouTube and Facebook are going to freaking make the profile picture of this, of, of this podcast. Me going like that <laughs> because it always snaps on, on a ridiculous face of me that I'm making every single time. Yeah, Dennis, Wiley E. Coyote. That's that's a good one for Nigel. Wiley E. Coyote. He was wily and 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 super. I, I was I I was we were laughing so hard because Jacqueline and I saw it at the same time. 
And we both looked at each other and just started dying laughing. So if y'all are watching the game and after the slam, you could see us in the background absolutely keeling over dying. I forgot to look for us whenever I watched it back on that part. Oh, my God. You may have to go back and look and see if we're there because it was just yeah, it was just so funny. So funny. Um, Diego. Fuego Diego. Doing doing some work on defense. Good for him. Good for him. He took a charge like an absolute G. He put his body on the line like an absolute G. Good for him. Good for him. I have to give a, a, a momentarily small ups to, to John, to Jonathan, because he doesn't play often. And when he does, it's not always good. But he, for once, when he was in the game, I didn't feel like it was going to be a shit show. And this is said in the most nicest terms possible. For once, I wasn't concerned. Like he was in there, he was playing decent minutes. Yeah, he. But the thing is, is he was putting forth effort. You know, usually he sometimes he gets the ball in the paint and he kind of loses it or gets lost or gets he gets double teamed and it just is an absolute, just a mess. But this time he actually was, you know, he was given a couple um, pick and rolls and they were misses, but he at least caught the ball and went up with it. One, a couple of them, I think one of them got blocked. Another one got fouled. I mean, it, I appreciate the effort, though. No, I'm I'm going to jump in on you with that one because that's one of my very specific ones is, yeah. He, okay. He really good minutes, and he made a dunk attempt that did not fall. But listen, just the fact that he went up and tried to dunk it, that was win enough for us. And oh, 100%. You could see – how excited all the other dudes on the floor were that he even tried. Yeah. I mean, they were like pumping him up. It was, I was just like, so glad to sit effort because. Yeah. And that's all. He'll try it again and he'll try it again. And he's going to dunk one, one day. And it's going to, and, and the only thing is, is that too, is just to me, like that just increases his confidence. Like, yeah, like he didn't get it, but I feel like the guys on the bench were were pumping him up enough to be like, John, no, dude, like that was good. You just, you know, you got blocked and you, and you just, the other one was just straight up just, you know, you, you just, it was a bad, it was a bad uh, pick. It was a bad role. You know what I mean? So, and then the, but the other thing he did that I really, really liked is he boxed out very well, very nicely, allowing Day uh, Day to come in and lay off the ball. It was a good, good box out. And Day Day had a fucking just an easy lane to go up and 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 lay up the ball. So that kind of stuff I love. That kind of stuff gets me excited. Um, JJP with a nice freaking dunk at the end of the game. Boom, boom, boom! Exclamation point. And then of course um, there was one more that I had on here. Okay, yeah, of course. Uh, Cal killing it in the paint, and that's what I had. Okay, I have I have a few. My notes are kind of disheveled, so it's all right. Um, okay, so David, big game, Dave on his threes, three of six. He was looking good on those threes. Um, um, specifically, I don't mean to cut you off, but that freaking three before the half. He he was he was looking nice. Let's see that buzzer beater before the half had me literally about to lose my life. Um, DDT, the fun side of lumberjack basketball. Listen, we can't promise or offer much, but we can promise and offer fun. 
<laughs> I'm glad you made that that note, that caveat. We can't offer much, but what we can offer is giggles, laughs, beer, and good times. <laughs> Did we say the same thing again? Yes. <laughs> Here we are. Uh, says, check, check, check. Check, check, check. Let's see. Uh, Big Game Dave also turned kind of turned it around because we were we were coming on slow in the first half again offensively uh, yeah. Saturday. Yeah. Um, and he turned it around with kind of a, obviously the three, but like to actually put us in the lead, he turned it around on a, a layup just a few minutes before halftime. Um, so that was nice. Let's see. Okay, Day Day, y'all know I always have to brag on our boy Day, but first of all, he makes the best moves to the bucket ever. Like, if he gets the ball and is moving towards the bucket, I have no doubt that it's going to go in. Um, yeah. He was playing great defense all game long also, like he always does. Um, he got a five-second call. He was just, like, swatting balls out of the lane right and left. Like, even if maybe the steal didn't go down to him, like he was in the passing lane swatting it for someone else to scoop it up. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Thing. Uh, JJP got some really nice steals. He got two steals. Um, and he was playing great defense. This is something I noticed him do a few different possessions. Um, cause y'all know how much I like to bitch about the back door, but <clears throat> like really paying attention when he was in the lane on the backside and just stepping into the passing lanes and defending the back door. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, and then there was like one play where he had a little mid-range jumper that got blocked and he literally got his own rebound from the block and put it back up. Um, just great stuff. Uh, let's Every see. Time. Like I said, Calvin was just scoring great around the uh, around the basket and I love that he's getting more, more offensive because I love to see that. Agreed. And then he had that fast break dunk that is the one that Keller got so hyped over. Um, I, I, when you rewatched it, were you able to see the face? No. Because he was like facing towards us when he did it. He was like facing towards the other end of the, he was facing towards the court, towards the bench, and it happened on the other end. That's true. Man, oh man. I, I, I mean, I would honestly pay money to see that face over again absolutely pay money it was it was um let's see there's gonna be more things so like we said diego with his defense mm-hmm. let's see okay he only had one steal but the one steal that he had he got an alley-oop to calvin which was amazing yes uh nana got some good minutes since gavin was in foul trouble early like we said about jonathan getting the good minutes and i think that's so helpful for Jonathan because that positive reinforcement from the guys, even if he like misses a dunk is like, Hey dude, like do that again. We want to see more of this. Like keep mm-hmm. absolutely um, happy. Um, and then my, my last little thing and Alex already already knows this. And I, I told him myself on Saturday, but literally when Trell gets started on his threes, oh, yes, his energy is like the most wholesome thing of the game besides Calvin. Like he, he had the one three and you know what? I don't care. That one three invigorated him so much. And I the think team and the crowd, like, Oh my God. Like my heart burst because yeah, it was a three. It was a nice big three from the parking lot. Like he does so well, but it wasn't just the three. It was how he 
reacted after the three. It was the smile on his face. It was the energy he had. I felt like that boy just got a, uh, just a surge of adrenaline into his veins and he was ready to like rip apart the world. Like he, yeah, he's just, I love him so much. Like, I don't know I've ever had a, and this is going to sound really weird, like a love affair with a player in so long. Like I'm to the point where I want to make fucking Trell shirts. I want to make <laughs> Trell signs. I mean, I am all in on that boy. Like, I think it's just because he is so wholesome. I'm so, like, he is. Yeah. Exactly. He, the energy is so wholesome and positive and like spirited in. His, his smile energy. gives me life. Yes. His smile gives me life. He's and he's such a nice boy too. You know, and I say, call him a boy. Cause I, you know, of course he's probably at least 10 or more years younger than I, um, you know, so he's just, he's just a good dude too. Like he's always nice to us, always comes over and says hi, even if he has a bad game, even if they lose, he always is coming over and getting a hug from us. He's just a good dude. And these are the dudes I want to see succeed, stay on the team, keep trucking, keep rolling and continue to be successful. And my God, I love that kid. <clears throat> I love him too. He's great. Trell shirts. It's happening. That was the end of mine. We can go to the grievances now. Okay, I guess. I do want to point out, not one of the cats has joined me yet today, which is so awesome. I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Where they are. As soon as you say that, though, Scotty's going to jump on your lap and be like, love me, peasant. Scotty. We'll see how long <laughs> it takes to come in here. We'll see how long. Okay, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> With the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. Now, you're going to hear about it. Yo. Yo. All right. So, uh, I have to mention this isn't a grievance, but I forgot to mention it in the first part. Those points off turnovers, 32. Holy crap. I mean, that's almost the difference right there. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? So, bang on. Bang up job on, on the points off turnovers, killing it. All right. So going into the grievances for me, um, first grievance is just Dixie state in general, no offense to them as a school or a team, but I just feel like they were already when that game started in the first half, like they were already wanting to like to tussle. They were already being aggressive. They were already wanting to fight. They were flopping. They were, you know, they were pushing on. Like, they were already super aggressive towards us in the beginning, which is fine. But, like, pump your brakes, babe. <coughs> Only three. Bless you. That was it. Might be a record. Um, I mean, it was just a little too much. Just a, just, just a little too much. I mean, they had a couple flops in the very first half that weren't called. Oh, well. <sighs> Moving on. They did get at least one flop warning, though. One. Um, yes. And then they, they were doing, you're right, they, and they were what they were doing that I disliked was, like, on defense down in the lane, their defender was, like, hooking his arm around well, our looks. like, multiple times, and they never I wrote said that as well. It was bad. Yeah. It, was, it was very bad, and I wrote that down as well. I'm glad you brought that up. The hooking, 
I mean, that was just, and that's my thing. Like there's once or twice. Okay. Whatever. But I mean, it was almost on every possession down there in the paint. Yeah. And it wasn't getting called. It maybe got called maybe once, maybe. I don't, I don't even, really know. I don't even think they ever called that. I really don't. I really, that's what I'm saying. I don't recall them. Call. I was giving them a bit of the doubt, but I just, I don't think they were. Um, man, oh man, oh man. We were missing, especially in this first half. And yeah, we had a very slow start this first half. I feel like that's been the kind of story of the past few games is that like slow start in the beginning and then second half team somehow we're, we're a second half team back in it again. Um, but it was just a very slow start, you know, missing easy layups, uh, no offensive rebounds whatsoever. Um, I mean, obviously the whole game, we had nine that what, what are we doing? Yeah. You know, and, and let's see. And considering they had uh, 19 offensive and 18 defensive. I mean, they were pretty even on both. Yeah. That even split. Literally. And so that's that's really frustrating, especially again under that um under the basket. We just weren't getting any of our own rebounds. It was just very frustrating. Yeah. Uh let's see, Dylan's here. What's up, D Rod? We had D Rod with us the whole weekend. Yeah, we forgot to give a shout out that Dil- Dylan got to join us for his first game of the season. I hope yes. your headache gets better today. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you're glad you're on, Dylan, because we man, we had a great time with you. Friday and Saturday. I hope you had a good time too. Uh, minus the headache. It's okay. I joined you in the headache patrol on Saturday, but it's okay. We we live on. And then he said the refs under five eight were in their feelings hard. Yes. Oh, we'll bring this up. That's my number one grievance, and I'm gonna go off on it for a bit. That's okay. I'm gonna let you go off on it in a second. Uh much love back to you, Dylan. We need it, we need another boat boat day, Dylan. We certainly do. This summer boat day, you, me, Jacqueline, your cute little girlfriend who's in your profile picture. We're yeah, doing it. We need to meet her. Doing it. Um, horrible passing. Not all the whole game, but there are some really bad moments of bad passing into the lane, into the paint. And that would came. That was obviously a result of a, or that resulted in a couple of our turnovers. Um there was a couple bad alley oops, and that's what I call that's what I call it alley oops. Yeah, that joke. Um, let's see here. Even though Trell had that one three, I will say though he he is still. I hate this for him. He is still struggling from the three. He was one for eight, you know, but he did have he was six for six from the free throw line. Thank God for that. Um, but. My poor little boy is still struggling from the three, and I don't know what to do for him. I know. I know. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Nana lost the ball a couple times. That brings me to the turnovers. Uh, Gavin, you played for 24 minutes, bud, and you had six turnovers. What in the God's name? That's all I'll say about that. Um, he had six turnovers. Let's see here. Uh and Nana had one, which was that was the one I was talking about. He lost the ball there. Yeah, everybody else had two, one, or three. But but yeah, G Money had six. I need him to figure that shit out. Um, and then yeah, so I'll let Jacqueline go off about the refs because those refs were ridiculous. Multiple instances of just aggression and being very abrasive, and I wasn't liking it at all. It was inappropriate. 
I think it was the same referee in both instances. I'm pretty certain. Mm. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm pretty certain. Anyway, so there was one where it was like, uh, let's see. It was in the first half Mm -hmm. on our end of the floor. So they must have been the ones who had the ball. Anyways, they called a foul, gave them free throws. Then they got the ball back. And so they got uh, they got to take the ball out. Yep. The tall referee was going to do it at the baseline, which I, I get why he was thinking that because they had just done free throws. Mm-hmm. But since the foul was called over by the sideline, that's where the ball went. But instead of just saying, hey, since we called the foul over here first, this is where the ball goes. I know what you're talking about. That was second half because that happened on trail towards the end of the game. Okay. Yeah. The ref was just like, like so condescending and abrasive with the way he was explaining it. He was like, no, the foul happened over here. So the ball goes out over here. And we're like, whoa, you don't know. I mean, he's yelling at the other ref. The older man was yelling at the younger, taller, bald ref. Like, no, the foul was here. It's the ball goes out here. I mean, yell enough that everybody could freaking hear it. How embarrassing. It was very awkward, but that wasn't even the worst. No. So the worst was, and listen, after the game was over, because it was either last season or season before that there was the inappropriate situation with a ref and Calvin, where the ref was a thousand percent out of line and antagonizing and curse at him, and I will gladly drop that referee's name because his name is Kirby Sitton, and he should know better. He should know better because his father, Kerry Sitton, was a wonderful D1 referee who did Power 5 games all the time. So, Kirby, sorry, you suck. <laughs> You're way out of line, and I will drag you every time that this topic comes up. Um, anyway, so then again today, not today, Saturday, I'm like, Calvin, but like, why, why are the, why the refs go after you every time? Like every time there's an issue with a referee, Calvin's the player they're going after. And I just, whenever, so this issue I'm going to describe happened right before halftime. And whenever I went up halftime, talk to my parents, I was just like, I, I literally don't understand how Calvin is always somehow the recipient of the inappropriate behavior from a ref because literally Calvin is like the coolest, happiest player on the team. Like he never gets his feathers ruffled. He never gets upset about anything. Even if he messes up going down the court, he's like, oh man, my bad. I got it next time. Like he never gets upset. He never gets mad. Like, I just don't get it. Like he doesn't talk back to the refs ever. The little happiest clam on the court. Um, But anyway, I really don't even know what happened because I tried to look closer today when I watched it back and the, the camera goes off whenever whatever happens. But it was when Gavin took a charge and they called the charge. And like mm-hmm. I literally saw like they zoomed in on the camera. Calvin goes over to help him up and he's all like celebrating and is like, oh, yeah, you know, whatever. And like goes to help him up. And then the next thing you know, Calvin's like walking away and you can say he's talking. I'm sure he's probably saying something at that point, but whatever's happened has already happened. And the ref is like following behind him. Anyway, during the game, Alex and I asked two different friends of ours who were each sitting on opposite sides of the court. 
and they said what whatever happened that sparked the ref to get i don't know uh uh whatever whatever issue he had with calvin that he went up and like maybe not intentionally but was gonna like hold out his hands and like actually put his hands on him and that calvin was like don't put your hands on me and then it just escalated from there but I mean, as a ref, you should never, like, especially if there's no, like, actual fight happening, there's no reason to be touching no. the players. And that's just not, you're no. like, you're, 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 I have covered this before, but I will cover it again. Literally in the referee's handbook, the number one purpose of the ref is to keep the game safe. So if you're the one instigating by putting your hands on a player, you're not helping. Or saying something. Like if, if they're, if they're being rude or abrasive to each other, I can only imagine if they're being rude or abrasive to those players too. both teams doesn't matter. Yeah. That's, that's a good point. You know what I mean? So I, I have no doubt that, I mean, especially when two people on opposite ends of the court both said that he put his hands on Calvin. And then I asked mom who sits at the top of the damn stadium. I was like, did she, did one of the refs put their hands on Calvin? And she said, yes, they did. And she saw it. She ain't going to miss that. She's watching that game like a freaking hawk. Yeah, I just – and the final thing that makes me so mad about it is the, the referees are supposed to be cool-headed. Peacekeepers. Impar impartial. Mm -hmm. Like, people to maintain mm -hmm. game. And if you're the one getting all freaking heated up simply because your partner is trying to throw the ball out in the wrong spot – or because you think a player did whatever and you're putting your hands on him, like maybe this is not the job for you. No, because you're getting that bent out of shape and that like upset and butthurt and taking it personal. Refereeing ain't for you, babe. Definitely not. It's not the job for you because you're going to have people yelling at you and giving you shit the whole entire game, whether you're doing a good job or not. Like, mm hmm. That's just the name of the game. You could be the best referee ever, and people, fans are going to be yelling at you because they just need somebody else to blame when their team's doing bad. So if you get, if you got to have thick skin and tune that shit out, or don't ref. Anyways, that's that's the last of my point on that. Let me see what other cosign. Uh, we just got a slow offensive start. I didn't love that, but again, we came back with the with the second second half game. Um, well, they're not going to come sit with me, but they're going to meow like crazy. So. Yeah. What? Yeah. Um, okay, I talked about this a few games ago. I think this is my last This is my last grievance. I don't really have that many. But um, I talked about this a few games ago. It still drives me nuts. Poor Nigel took a really hard hit on a screen and, like, just went down like a sack of potatoes because – his teammate who's standing right there. If this cat doesn't shut up, I'm trying to talk. I'm gonna punt that cat across your house, dude. One of his teammates standing right there, seeing it coming. And thank God they did. I will say they did call an illegal screen because it was a moving screen. But like Nigel still fell flat on the floor because his teammate didn't like say, Hey dude, screen, screen, screen. Like that's all you have to do. It's just not hard. Like, that was one of the things that made me matter than anything whenever I played. Like, I can say from experience being the smallest player on the court, if I run head into a screen, 
and my teammate standing right there and could have told me, I'm going to be like, girl, like, tell me next time. So I don't run right into somebody like it's just freaking concussion running into somebody like stone brick wall. Like your teammate can really get injured just because you're just standing there biting your tongue, not saying something like it's just it's very easy. Doesn't take any skill. All you have to do is yell screen. Yeah. It, it's just a small little something you could do for your teammate. So, just a small, just a small little something. <laughs> Was that it? Yeah, that's it. That's all. I all right. To. All right. Yeah, no, you're good. You're good. All right. So moving on to the one word, describe this entire game. A little bit of a little, little game summary analysis. What do we got, Jax? You go first because I'm still thinking. Okay. So I put streaks, baby. This is three games in a row. Boom in your face. Three, one, two, three. Boom, 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 boom. Let's go, baby. We are on a train. We are choo-chooing. We got freaking Chicago State up next. I mean, I'm not saying it's it's a done deal, but I'm saying I'm not no, I'm not gonna say that. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it. But we are on a train and we have momentum. And now we're going up to Chicago. Chicago. And then but here's my thing with Chicago. Here's my thing. Anytime we're playing a game against a team that it is, should be a win, for God's sakes, we always struggle. And it pisses me the, the H off. But here we are. We weren't on a streak then. We're on a streak now. We're on a three-game streak. We beat a good Utah Valley team. We played against uh, CBU, which is a decent team. Beat them. And then we also beat Dixie State. Again, not a, not a, not a team to snooze about, but here we are. Three games in a row. And that is what we call a streak. That's a good one. I'm just going to say comeback because we really did start off very slowly in the first half. Mm-hmm. And I was slightly concerned. I mean, I even know. when we brought it back, we we weren't like separating ourselves. We were just like hanging in there and matching them bucket for bucket. Yeah. I'll, I'll tell you exactly what? when I knew that we were going to win the game. It was when freaking big game Dave hit that fracking three right before the half. Yeah. I said, there is no way in God's green earth that he can hit that buzzer beater of a three. I mean, he literally stopped right at the three line and just, just literally threw it up and just prayed and it went in. And I thought the guys were going to explode, explode across that court. People were, you know, chest bumping, high fiving, like sprinting into the tunnel. I mean, if you don't win after something like that, you got no business being on the court, babe. Yeah. So I knew at that moment that it was like, all right, I can kick back. We're good. Can I have another beer, please? But I, I did not see us coming back and winning by almost 30 points. No. Didn't see didn't that. Think it would be that big of a win, but I'll take it. Because, you know, Jacqueline and I say this all the time, like, we don't always want to blow out because we want it to be a good game and it be exciting. But, damn, sometimes you just want to blow out. And that sometimes will take it's nice to have one. It really is. It just really, really is. I know. Sometimes it's just nice to sit back and not, not worry, not, you know, think about it. Wonderful. Also, Shout out to SV Athletics for those cute ass pillowcases that we got. Yeah, it said they were for kids, but 
we grabbed some because all the other adults were grabbing them. So we're like, why the hell not? Why are, why are we excluded? We are children at heart. So we are, yeah. And you don't know. I'm giving one of mine to my nephew. He's a kid. So there you go. Bada bing, bada boom. Who knows? We may, I, we may give away one of our extras as maybe somebody who didn't get one as like a giveaway on the, on the social medias. If you're lucky enough. Uh, Yeah. So we do these things for the people. We do. We certainly do. We sacrifice our ethics for the people. Uh, (laughs) Oh man. So yeah, great game. Good weekend. Um, and I'm excited for these next few upcoming games. Uh, it'll be nice to have a week weekend and week off of going to games. I love, I love going to games, but it's going to be nice having our little week, um, you know, having two away games. And then of course, coming up this weekend, we're going on a little trip. Just a little one. We can call this pre-Vegas, if you will. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I told my students that I was going to uh, New Orleans this weekend, and they all looked at me like, why? I was like, well, it's for a wedding. My you know, friend's getting married and going to a wedding, and they're like, Enola? I'm like, yeah. So if I come back dragging ass on Monday, you know why. You know why. Don't ask. Mind your business. Mind your P's and Q's. Yeah. Uh, all right. So to round things up again, yeah, we have away games this week. Uh, we have Thursday game and of course uh, Saturday game. Thursday night we're playing at Chicago State, as we had mentioned earlier, and then I believe Saturday is. I don't think we're playing Saturday. We're not playing Saturday. I don't think so. I think we just have Chicago on. Oh, we're playing Saturday. Oh, I guess we're not playing Saturday. Well, then even better. One game. One game. I thought we were playing on Saturday. I guess we're not. You're right. We are definitely not playing Saturday. Um, but yes. then, but then uh, the next week we come in and we're having a uh, Wednesday game at home on the 16th at 6:30. We're playing Chicago State back home. So literally, we'll have Chicago State back to back. Yeah, can't beat that. Uh, that night is Greek night as well. So Greeks, get your asses to the game, boy and girl. <laughs> both both um the next tailgate that's coming up for alumni is on the 19th and that is with the women's game that's on that saturday uh the 19th and then the next game next tailgate for the men's is going to be on the 26th which that game is versus acu and they just pushed that game back from two o'clock to a four o'clock tip so that not only gives us more time to tailgate love to see it Love to see it. More time to tailgate. It's also showcase Saturday. So we should have a good little, that's why they moved it back to four so that they'd have more time for showcase Saturday. So, I mean, fingers crossed, we're going to have a good crowd of potential lumberjacks and lady jacks. So uh, it's also senior night and blackout. Uh, Which game? 26th? 26th. Okay. 26. And we still need to wear our white shirts. When the hell are we wearing our white shirts? I don't know. I guess they're doing the whiteout game. I don't, I don't, I don't see any other, how many other home games we got? Only that's it, right? 
I don't know. I feel like we have like four left. I don't even know. I don't even know our own schedule. Jesus Christ. On a cracker. I, I don't think so. I think the 26th is our last home game. Let me pull it up. Because on the 5th, we're playing in Edinburgh. Wednesday, Thursday, no game. Oh, wait. Yeah. And then Wednesday, the, 28th, uh, the 2nd of March, we're playing in Las Cruces. So, yeah, the 26th is our last home game because it's senior night. Yeah, we have a few more before then. So, like, how many in all do we have? That's what I'm asking. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, so not we, we have, like, four left. We have one, two, three. We have three left. I guess we could wear them on uh, the, the Sam Houston game, which is on the 24th. We'll, th we'll yeah. figure it out. We'll figure it out. All right, guys. Man, been a good night. Been a good chat about Lumberjack basketball. We hope you guys have a wonderful night. Don't forget to order your My Plates. Get those My Plates. And uh, always remember Axe and Jacks. With Alex and Jacks. Have a good night. Mm -hmm.